Good evening, my Rabbi We continue, Be'ezer HaShem, here in Avay Sharavaydis Alekim, Perek Vov. So Perek Vov, the Nefesh, continues to ask the Seichel, please give me guidance how I should be able to serve HaShem appropriately as a true Evet. And he says, well, once you know the basics, now I get you to the next level. I ramp it up a little bit, and you have to understand that the all people could be divided up into four different categories. And in accordance with which category you fit into, you will have your marching orders in terms of how you have to serve Hashem. And the first was basically to all mankind, all of humanity, has an obligation to serve Hashem. Of course, it's so appropriate. We're a few days before Rosh Hashanah, and the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, Daftezayin, famously says, "Ba'arboa Prokim Ha'olam Nidain." The world is judged at four different periods during the year: on Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. That's on the grain and the on the trees, and how much rain will fall. That's on Sukkot, and then on Rosh Hashanah. The entire humanity passes before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Schwab writes in a place, he says, we have to appreciate the great chesed of the Eibishter, that he told us in the Torah that this is a Yom Adin. He told us what to do, therefore, blow shoifer, prepare for it, do tshuva, the Goyim don't know about this. They're also judged. And they have no clue. Kol by Olam of every single person who walks this earth gets judged on the day of Rosh Hashanah. But yet, we're privy to this judgment and we know about it. That itself warrants a, a special thanks to Hashem as we're going to see. But therefore, every human being who gains, who has its, its existence, already owes the debt of gratitude to Hashem. And therefore even Adam and Chanoich and Noyach and Eoiv who lived at that time, and Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov, up until Meishrabbeinu, until the Torah was given, they're all like obligated to serve Hashem. Next, we are up to Vayin Hashem. So there's a certain understanding, a certain expectation where every single person has to take note of all of the great things that he has from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But secondly, a second category, when Hashem singles out one nation amongst other nations, one tribe from another tribe. Those are just examples. If Hashem would choose out one type of people, one tribe, one nation, which indeed Hashem did. Just like indeed Hashem has, gave so much goodness specifically to Am Yisrael, to Bnei Yisrael, Hashem took Zerah Mitzrayim throughout 40 years in the Midbar, He sustained us with water, He sustained us with man, He sustained us with protection, all of that, we owe more Takarish Baruch because of that. When a, when a, when a, uh, individual nation benefits more from Hashem, more than just 
humanity in general, so it behooves them to do more for Akash Baruch And therefore, in other words, until the year 2448 in history, the first two millennia, two and a half millennia of the world existence, all of humankind had an understanding they have to serve Hashem in a certain capacity. But then HaKadosh Baruch Hu did something miraculous, something that was open and for all world to see, so much so that the entire world nations trembled because of the Jewish people. And throughout almost a year's time in Mitzrayim, we performed unbelievable miracles. We, we are now 3,333 years later we're still relating over all of those episodes to our children and our grandchildren. And that, in turn, requires us to serve Hashem at a greater capacity than the rest of the world. Because Hashem singled us out and did so much goodness for us. As a matter of fact, it came out that when we got to Har Sinai in year 2448, we really were at a loss. We look back and we say, oh my goodness, Look what Hashem has done for us. Look at what it just has transpired over the last 12 or 13 months. Do we realize how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu has showed us open miracles? How Hashem has chosen every single year to come out of Mitzrayim through the Yamsuf and destroy the Mitzrayim? Do you know what requirement we have now? And they were at a loss. They said, how do we even know where to start from? And sort of lucky for them, Hashem says, don't worry, I have now something else to give you, and with that you'll understand your obligation to serve me even more. And that was the Torah. Says the Chavis of Abbas, we had to have a Chiv Avaydi Yisrael Avaydi Rishayin. Avaydi Rishayin was to everybody. All of mankind had to serve Hashem. In the understanding of how they have to serve Hashem, have gratitude for their existence, and for sustaining them all the time. But now, Klal Yisrael had to get an extra chiv. V'hi ha-toyrois ha-shimiyos. Ha-shimiyos. We already had the Torah of Seichel. We already had what intellect, intellect demands us to do for Hashem. Now, in addition to the intellect, we now have the chiv of shimiyos. Shimiyos means the things that we just hear we may not have a full understanding. This will be called the chukim. If you want, you can flip it as chukim and mishpatim. The mishpatim are the laws that we understand. That's the way to live in society. That's the way that Hashem who created people wants us to live in harmony. But then there's the chukim. Does it really make a difference to anybody else whether I wear a beggar that has shotness in it? Does it make a difference whether I put a talus on every day? Does it, does it make a difference to my neighbor or not? Of course, I have to return a lost object to my neighbor. Well, certainly. Okay. Yeah. But, and I can't encroach on his territory. Yeah. Right. But does it matter to my neighbor if I put on tefillin every day? So these are all of the chukim. And that's why it says, what do we, we say about the chukim? The, the, the Torah says, the parashas rave is a charta ki mitzrayim. Remember, you were an Evan in Mitzrayim, therefore do this chukim. In other words, we are, we are obligated to do chukim, which is above and beyond the rest of humanity, 
because we were slaves in Mitzrayim, and Hashem took us out, and Hashem made all the miracles for us. Now, if that's not enough, at least it gives us now an understanding why we received the Torah. We received the Torah, according to the Chavos of one of the many reasons. Chazal tell us different reasons why we received the Torah. Because here's one main reason, the thrust of it being, because at that point in history, we were more obligated than the rest of humanity, than the rest of the nations. And therefore, Klal Yisrael had to be given extra mitzvahs. And that's the Torah. So we keep the Torah because of all of the extra goodness that Hashem has given to us. And And someone who accepts all of this and says, yes, I understand I'm more obligated than my other nations. Someone who accepts this and does it with this understanding. Hashem says, oh, now I'm going to give you even more good. I'm going to grant you even more good. What he's saying here is that even if the Torah was given, but people who looked out and said, not only I'm going to make sure to keep the Torah, but I'm going to make sure to keep it at great sacrifice to myself. Oh, that's already going beyond. And as someone who is willing to do that, or if there's a people, there's a group of people, there's a tribe that says, we're going to keep this Torah of Hashem, and we're going to uphold the glory and the honor of Hashem at all costs. Oh, Hashem says, oh, then I'll single you out even more so. Where do we have an example of this? Says the Chavah Samovas, we have a great example of this. Shevet Levi. So let's just appreciate, we've whittled it down from all of humankind, to then Klal Yisrael, and then within Klal Yisrael, we now have Shevet Levi. From the 12 Shvatim, Shevet Levi went out on a limb. Shevet Levi showed HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're ready to put our lives on the line for your honor. Where was this? Shevet Levi. And Parashas Kisisu and Meish Rabbeinu says, after the eagle, after Klau Yisrael sinned so terribly with the golden calf, the Aver of the Cheto Egel, Meishu says we have to carry out punishment. We must carry out punishment over here. Who is coming along with me? Who is to Hashem? Come to me, Eli, come to me. And we're going to have to even kill the perpetrators. And Shevet Levi came by a Yaswal of cold and a Levi. All of Shevet Levi stepped up. And we know what they did. We're going to read about it, learn it in, in a couple of weeks in Parshas That means they even went against their own brothers, their own brethren. They went against because if they were even of a Dezorah, we have to kill them. It's hard to imagine. But their own half-brothers, they said they did wrong, they deserve it. And Moshe Rabbeinu says that Chayim said they, they're liable to be put to death. That's what they did. And there was a sacrifice, there was a war. All of Shevet Levi came in a Levi. So, so Hashem says, whoa, Shevet Levi. You, it's not enough for you just to be part of 
the obligation that I give Klal Yisrael because of all the miracles that I did for them in Mitzrayim, but you showed that you're ready to even be do more than that for my honor. Hashem says, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to give you extra mitzvahs. And therefore, I'm going to give you extra goodness. And with that, you're going to be your Shevet, Shevet Levi. You're going to be the Kohanim. You're going to be the Leviim. Because you showed you want to do even more. And when we take a step forward to Hashem and say, we're ready to do more, Hashem says, I'll give you more goodness and enable you to do even more mitzvahs. And therefore, they're obligated more than the other members of the nation, the other members of Klal Yisrael. So that's the way it works. There's all of all the people in the world. Then there's Klal Yisrael, and now with the Shevet Levi, which comprise is comprised of the Kehanim and the Levim. And Hashem says, not only do you have the extra work to do. But you get extra reward as well. More work that you do, you get more reward. And therefore, and someone who's at that level, who rebels against Hashem, then, oh, then, you know what they say? The higher you climb, the harder you fall. And therefore, someone who's in the status of a a Kayan or a Levi, who has proven that he does more, and therefore has more obligations, if he doesn't do it, if he shirks his responsibility, he plummets down both milas, that of being a Kayan or Levi, and that of being of a Yisrael. The Yonash Bishnei Elami will get punished in both worlds, this and the next, He will not have goodness in this world, that Rasha who doesn't live up to what he's supposed to, and he also will not have in the next world. Good. So this is the Indian Hashemi, where we see that in accordance with how much HaKadosh Baruch does for us, we have to do for him. And then the more we do for him, Hashem says, I have more than for you to do again. And it's a, it's a continuous cycle. I remember one of my friends used to tell me, he says, I don't want to really be such a tzaddik. I said, why not? He says, because the bigger the tzaddik am, the more that Kosh expects from me. And I'm not sure if I want to re- live at that level. There's some truth to that. But of course it's worth it. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Rabbi Isai, Agutenacht.